It's now time for I've Got a Stupid Question. What were you recording today? Um, I was just listening to some stuff, you know, I just didn't want to sit at home. Why? Well, I didn't feel like it. Dave Pash with Greg Popovich. Coach, what'd you like about your defense in the third quarter? Uh, not much. Not even early in the quarter? You didn't like your defense? Not much. All right, what about offensively? Two questions. That was two questions. Okay. Will you marry me, Jessica? David, sorry. I can't. I'm sorry. Bandwidth for I've Got a Stupid Question is brought to you by archive.org, the digital library of free books, movies, music, and the Internet Wayback Machine. Archive.org, universal access to all knowledge. And by shopmcdmall.com. Shop and earn cash back today. Anywhere from 2 to 50% cash back on items you already shop for already. Get your cash back, everybody. ShopMCDMall.com. And welcome once again to I've Got a Stupid Question on the Radio Affliction. I am your host, Peter A. Clay. Welcome, everyone. Uh, the program that proves the point once and for all that there are no stupid questions just stupid people who ask them, and we resemble that remark. Joining me today is Mr. Luke Dennis. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Yes. Marilyn Coy Davis is off today. She's making a fruit pizza. She's a little too good for us, but that's okay. We still love her. Uh, Luke, good to hear from you. Hi, Peter. How are you doing, my friend? I'm well. Thank you. No one ever asks. Um, good, to hear. good to hear. Yeah. So are you ready for some stupid questions? I love me some stupid questions, man. Let's roll. Okay. <laughs> again, once again, someone's got to steal the show here. Here's your microphone right there. I have one question. <laughs> How do you slice a strawberry? <laughs> okay. What, doesn't this work? Yes, perfect. Rock. <laughs> i have to bleep that out now. That's right. So That's it. it. Just... Okay. It's oh, like yeah. the egg slicer. And it spidered all over me there. So, okay. Well, I guess... Oh, isn't that cool? That's awesome. She used a uh, slicer that you use for hard-boiled eggs. Sure, that makes And used sense. it to slice strawberry. So... Yeah, why not? If, Good if call. Anyone... <laughs> she is one smart bleep and bleep. <laughs> well, just when we thought we were clear of her, she barges right in and takes over once again. <laughs> Are you ready for some stupid questions, sir? That's not yes, a stupid. Sir. Yeah, I guess that was a stupid question. So one in the one already in the tank. Yes. Is there any possible way two plus two equals five? Uh, yeah. Uh, that that's a pretty smart question, isn't it? Um, I can't think of anything physically. So now I've got these Coca Cola caps here because they've got the codes on them. Okay. So if I take two of them here and two of them here, I've got four. So physically, right. I can't come up with a way. But I distinctly remember in math class, algebra to be exact, whereas if you were trying to solve for X and you would say 2 plus 2 equals 4, he'd be like, how do you know that? Because uh, it, it, 2 plus 2 plus, you know, because you're just reciting, apparently, you know, he's, just, he's trying to get you to solve X or something like that. I don't know. But it's just like, you know, don't just recite, you know, give, tell me how 2 and 2 equals 4 or something like that. So mathematically is there a, a way who knows oh, yeah two and a half and two and a half make five right can you can we go that right sure let's do it is there such a can we, can we ride the baker's dozen idea somehow in this i, I don't know yes it's it, you're part of the show you can do what you want you're a guest on <laughs> yeah, this, <right? laughs> Thank you so much. 
why do people call it a small world? Because it's a small world after all. Get that song in your head now. For to... So why do people call it a small world when its total area of Earth is 510 million, uh, 72,000 kilometers squared? I like that question. You want to know why? Why do you like that question, Luke? Well, well, for one, we're filled is, with stupid questions here. Isn't now. the Earth kind of small compared to most planets? Uh, yeah. Okay. Compared, well, well, hold on. Not just the most planets. Planet. I mean, to just about anything in the universe. To be perfectly right. honest. Right. Right. Yeah. So we are technically in a small world, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then, it's big course, to us because we're small. There's the non-literal meaning about how you know you you know people everywhere, whatever. Oh, the, yeah, and the seven degrees of separation or something like right. that or whatever. Yeah. But I still think, hey, it is a small world, darn it. I mean, I know a little bit about what's going on. Well, even just and I know everything's big compared to us. I suppose um, it it depends on how you look at it. I I think it's pretty small to look at as as a small world. Um, I mean, just just look out of the sky at night on a clear night and just realize how small you are, how infinitely small. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you know, and it's just like and and really instead of pondering these things and i don't want to get to a big discussion about it but it's just like you know we we we, we abdicate these things to a higher power type of thing is do we is this really it i mean why don't we why aren't we exploring more out there i mean granted we're we're you know there's physical limitations and all that stuff it would take a heck of a long time to get anywhere so why aren't we working on that i don't know well, why we, have, haven't you heard my argument before about exploration of of the stars i, I have mean, not no i would love to hear there's it. absolutely zero can we form this to... way into a stupid question or just did you <laughs> well i my opinion on it is this though i mean we don't know what's at the bottom of the ocean let alone the stars how about we figure out a planet first um there's some truth in that but there's other things too that can kind of help you like okay so a lot of people are worried about climate change okay right and and someone will ask me, oh, are you a denialist? Well, I cannot deny climate change. It's been changing forever. And it's going to, no matter what we do. Since, quote unquote, before we hit right. the planet. And, and even if we do, okay, let's say we fix, there's a problem over here and we fix it. Let's say we all get on the same page and we fix it. Boom, here comes um, Yellowstone, which is a super, super volcano, yeah. which is uh, due to, ex- oh, I'm sorry, what's that? Oh, no, no, it's overdue. To, you know, so we fix one problem just to have another thing go. This is a volatile plant. This is a volatile universe. So if we just stand pat and stay put, we're screwed no matter what we do. So I, I don't know. Um, yes, you're, you're absolutely right. But there's things about Venus. So Venus has a runaway uh, greenhouse effect, and it's 800 degrees out there. Uh, Mars has the reverse thing where it, it lost all of its heat somehow it had to run away the opposite direction is there something though we can learn then to kind of help ourselves out in some of these things though too so oh, yeah yeah no i totally understand that part i do i just i just you know my personal opinion is that i think we haven't explored our earth well enough in the first place the rest of it though you're probably right on yeah uh, but we are but the, the i guess my point in that would be where we would be exploring something that's basically useless to us i mean it's it's important to us to it's the only thing where we can really exist on our own but if we are thoroughly to exist and, you know, and to say we have this higher consciousness or something like that, we're going to have to go elsewhere because this thing isn't going to last very long. In, yeah, but I mean, it just in my thought process, yeah. the cure for cancer is just just as easily in outer space as it is at the bottom of our ocean. Could be. Yeah. So, I mean, not saying that that either one of those things are true. I'm just saying that the possibilities are just as good in both places sure. for those kinds of needs. 
See how that discussion came from, why do we call it a small world when its total area is 510,072,000 kilometers squared? This is I've Got a Stupid Question with Peter Clay, Luke Dennis on uh, the Radio Affliction Podcast Network. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Radio Affliction. And uh, we have our own website as well then, too, where you can get all the other podcasts like Bumming Cousins and just uh, stupid things. Luke was just on a couple weeks ago. We talked about the Redskins name situation and all that stuff. So if there's other things going on there, check us out there at RadioAffliction.com. Email your stupid questions uh, at comments at RadioAffliction.com. And, and there's always my favorite show, The Soda Dilemma. Yes, that was I wasn't that on a stupid question. That was on the first stupid question show, I think. I believe it was, yeah. So, so if you want to hear that thrilling discussion, <laughs> uh, check out radioflexion.com and look for I've got a stupid question. The very first episode of that. Uh, if a turtle doesn't have a shell, is he homeless or naked? I like that one. <laughs> I, I both, right? Uh, no, just naked. I think. I mean, you can Your find a home. Like live in a hole. Or yeah, anything? they don't. They they live. They bury themselves in the sand, don't they? I don't know. They bury their eggs in the sand. Oh, there you go. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Huh? Golly, good. That's why you're around, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep you on square. Yeah. Um. Do people in Australia call the rest of the world up over since <laughs> we call Australia down under? Yeah, I'm thinking no. I would imagine question. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think they care. They're out in the outback. They're, you know, hopping kangaroos. They're petting koalas and drinking beer. Well, in, in their opinion, we're all a bunch of Sheilas anyway because we don't know how to, like, live in the outback. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it's, 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 uh, that's on my bucket list. Is, I, me too, though. I would love yeah. to go live in the outback for, even, I mean, a week. I don't think I could do it for a month. I'd oh, I was just saying in Australia. I mean, let the daredevils go to the outback. I'll just go oh, to the pub and. I want to watch an Australian rules football match and uh, uh, things like that. So, yeah. Nice. Sounds good. I would want to do like a, a whirlwind tour, like Hawaii, then New Zealand, then Australia, some of the other islands up there, and then Japan, and then come back and just crash because I'll. That's well, a, as soon as you make it as a multimedia conglomerate, you can take me away. There you go. All right. Well, it's got to be a write-off for crying out loud. Yeah. Because I'm going to podcast at least talk about while it. I'm there. I'm not just going to go and just go, oh, this is interesting. No, I'm going to have a recorder with me, darn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite breakfast cereal? How is that a stupid question? That's an awesome question. Really? Yeah, man. You still eat breakfast cereal? Hell yeah. And it can tell you a lot about a person. Okay. Yeah, man. For sure. My, my, okay. my, so what's your favorite? I do stuff online. I've got a little logo by my name, and you've got the logo you see for Skype, but there's other stuff that I do under uh, another name that I, that I use, and it's, it's the Lucky Charms character. Oh. I'll me some Lucky Charms, man. Lucky Charms, yeah. I was, okay, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it's not my favorite. You know, It's not the one I'm going to go to. I would rank it above Captain Crunch. I'm not going to. Definitely. I'm probably going to go. I'm not going to go there. Um, but what I would get would be. See, Lucky Charms was General Mills, I think. Correct. Um, I'll, I'll do this on occasion. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I lost my mind at some point and just feel the need for something, or just I just need to feel nostalgic. But I will go to the store and get these those mini boxes of cereals. Get the variety pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. So great. I think General Mills has one because then Cheerios would be there and Honey Nut Cheerios and. You you pay twice as much, but it's so handy having like all these different kinds. It's great. You know, you probably you don't, don't get the volume. I think you pay about the same. 
But um, oh, but, believe me, I know you pay twice as much for volume. Believe okay, me. yeah, I yeah shop. You're right. Remember, I shop. Yeah, you got what the I'm kids doing. there. So I mean, let's. I mean, let's go through some of these here. I mean, because I would get. The, I would be a fan of the Kellogg's one. So you got your Frosted Flakes, your Sugar Corn Pops. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, well, Apple Jacks would probably. Yep. If not my favorite, it's my favorite residue that's got the best flavor of the milk afterward yeah you yeah know? it's it's better than the old uh what was it count chocula even oh yeah 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 all the monster cereals uh uh there was there was, there was okay there was um have you ever tried no there's a cereal that left a, a completely beautiful residue in your milk and it was like one of my favorite all-time cereals as a kid i can't touch this stuff now if my life depended on it because it's like pure sugar yeah but did you ever eat dino pebbles oh uh nah maybe because the fruity pebbles alone left this like fruity residue, and then you had the, the marshmallow right. and everything. Oh, it was right. so good. Yeah, yeah, the fruity pebbles. Yeah, it was either fruity pebbles or cocoa pebbles. I don't remember Dino pebbles. Dino pebbles. Uh, they came out a little after. Okay. And they had they they had the marshmallows, the Dino sized. Oh, Dino-shaped maybe I do remember that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Cookie like Crisp was favorite. another one too. That yeah, man. Yeah, another good one. But you know, I mean, if you really ask me right now, if I went to the store and wanted to grab a box of cereal, like literally. Yes, I love Lucky Charms, and I love pretending like I'm a kid, and I love reliving my youth. I'm, of course, one of those guys. But if you really took me to the store and said, hey, you get to pick out one cereal. It's the only cereal you get to eat for the next you know, year, and that's all you get. What are you going to take? I'm taking Cinnamon Life every time. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I, I think uh, it's kind of like Raisin Bran, too. That's a good one. That's a yeah. good choice. That's a good choice. But Kellogg's Raisin Bran. I didn't really care for the post. Um... I did there's like, there's one out there that's got like oat clusters and the raisins and, and the same idea. It's like raisin bran but with oat clusters, and that's pretty good too. Yeah, some of those cluster things actually are pretty good for growing up to type of things. And so, so I don't think that's that stupid of a question. And like I say, you can tell some, you can tell a little bit about somebody's personality by the cereal they eat. I swear, I got all these kids that run around my center all the time, and they all have different choices of cereal, and it really kind of oh. matches their personality. Although I will tell you, the number one cereal in the kids' eyes out of the you know, hundreds of kids I go through every year is easily Cinnamon Toast Crunch. They just love that. Really? Yeah, they love it. Ah. I mean, I think part of it's because they can eat it dry me. with milk, whatever. It tastes good either way. Because I, I, maybe this says something about my personality is I can't think of one. I can think of just dozens of ones that I've had. For, I mean, everything. Name one. I've had it. Frosted Flakes, Alpha Bits. Um, you know, maybe the, uh, that's maybe I'm, uh, I mean, it's not like I have commitment issues or anything like that, but why I can't stay focused on one project for <laughs> yeah. more than 10 minutes. Have you uh, tried the Crave? There's a Kellogg's Crave, I think it's by Kellogg's. No. no. Those are pretty but good. But all those dumb like... ones, too. Special K, Total, um, Wheaties. Yeah, you name it. I've had it. You know? Grape nuts. Great. I, I loved grape nuts. That stuff's disgusting. Uh, shredded wheat, big and small. That's pretty good. Done it. That's good you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, fascinating stuff there. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, is there anything called self-help group? Because that would just be help, then, wouldn't it? So now, yeah. I, but seriously, folks, self-help, I think, kind of also refers to. I mean, it's it doesn't. You don't have to be doing it yourself. You're just not using a licensed therapist type of thing. Is there really a technical answer to that? I think I just gave one. That sounds like a good one. Yeah. I like it. We can yeah. run with that. But yeah, you know, I mean, and this is the thing. When I go out bumming, um, and make sure you listen to Bumming Cousins on the podcast network here, RadioAffliction.com. Um, that was self-help. Uh, 
<laughs> Madame Dish. Um, I do check out the books, you know, uh, that because they, you know, they'll there's infomercials, there's pledge breaks, and there's all these different things that have all these things. And so I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. I kind of like what they're saying, but you know, but if I see it at a garage sale or at a thrift store, I'm I'm usually pretty much all over it. I, I, you know what I want to get, but I, I think I would have to get it at one of those thrift stores or like a garage sale is one of those convection ovens. I want one of them puppies. Convection ovens. Yeah, man. For sure. Convection cooking. Have you? Sorry, I like to cook. Yeah, no. Um, hold on a second. Because I, I, I think of a convection oven. It looks like a regular oven. It's just basically got a fan in the back. Is there a special, was there like an as seen on TV type of convection oven that I. No, I'm... no, just like when I used to work in the restaurant industry, we had these really giant convection ovens. Gotcha. Okay. Really good. The food was really good. They could cook so well. So when, energy. when your podcast show takes off, um, yes. you've got like what? You got two, you gave me at least two ideas. Um,. <laughs> And once those take off and you make this network a whole bunch of money and I say, here's a big check. Thanks for helping out. You go build your dream house. The first thing that's going in is a big convection oven. It's basically what you're doing. That is 100% okay. correct. Gotcha. It's like there's, there's like three <laughs> things that have to go in your house and your, your beautiful house when you you know, strike it rich. Gotcha. You know, one's a rec room, one's a convection oven, and one's a swimming pool. I see the swimming pool. I'm, I'm, for me, it's a garden. Um, cause I can do it in Same all idea. F- f- four seasons that the pool to me just is, is too much work. I like to have friends who have a pool so they can handle the work on it and I'll come over and, and then I'll have the garden. I can bring over the fruit or the veggies and I don't do too many fruits, but I have lots of vegetables. I do have a fruit though. That's tomatoes. Cause we, on the last stupid questions, we have solved that debate of whether tomatoes are fruit or vegetable. So folks, please help Luke Dennis get his convection oven, his swimming pool and everything like that. One of the ways you because I am a needy dude and I need a convection oven, a swimming pool. I need those things in life. Right? I, I I would am, I, I will I will grant you the convection oven. You need that. You yeah, are. I, probably a good do. Cook. I could use. I could really technically yeah. use a convection oven even in my business alone. Yeah. Um, so please help him out there. One of the ways um, I've made it easy to help support radio affliction programs. Uh, it's just so easy that it. it I. I don't know. I don't know what else I can do for you on it. Now I can do all the other things that other podcasts do. Give you all these products that you'll use once, and thank you for putting in our the promo code and everything like that. But you hear them on all the different ones. So how do you know which one, promo code to use? Do I use Star Talk? Do I use This Week in Tech? Do I use you know all, all these other ones? Uh, you know what do you do? It's very simple. It's shopmcdmall.com. If you're shopping online, you're you're probably using all the stores that are in there anyway. There's 3,500 stores, Kmart, uh, the Home Depot, uh, you name it. It's there, and they're offering you cash back as a reward for shopping through that site as just an aggregate. So check it out today. Shopmcdmall.com. Check out all the different ways that you can save and get cash back for your shopping. Just do it all at once, not going here and there or saving bookmarks or anything. It's all there for you. Shopmcdmall.com. Fill it out. It's free. And just in the little code there for, you know, who referred to you or anything that, use my personal email address. I'm giving it, I'm putting it out into the universe. That's how strongly I feel about it. It's okay, Pete. It's a small world. It's a small world. And, uh, and if a turtle doesn't have a shell, he's either homeless or naked. But uh, use my personal email address, claimate777 at gmail.com in there to help support Radio Affliction programs. And so Luke Dennis can get his convection oven. We appreciate that. I need a convection oven. He does. And I want him to get that because uh, 
I, I need him to cook for me. Yeah. Um, if nothing sticks to Teflon, how does it stick to the pan? Well, that's kind of a good question. I have no clue. It's um, it's actually kind of scary. And here's another <laughs> thought I have for you. I mean, I I believe it's sprayed on in the process. sounds right. Yeah. Uh, we got one of these things at shopmcdmall.com. These, uh, we, we saw the video on it and it's like, oh, we had to check this out and see if it's on shopmcdmall.com. And it was, and we got cash back and everything like that. It's these mats that go over your grill grate. It's, it's like this, it feels like plastic and it just, you just have a gas grill or a charcoal grill. doesn't matter. You just don't want high flames going on it or anything like that. But just you just put it over this grill grate, and you can basically put anything on it. If you put anything that you normally would, like a hamburger or a chicken or anything like that, it still gives the grill marks and everything. But then you can Ooh. throw in like your chopped garlic or vegetables or butter or any of these other things, and you can cook on your grill, and it doesn't, you know, and it just it all slides right off. So my thought on that, just like the Teflon, is okay. What chemical is in here that's going to kill me? Right, <laughs> right. What is what is the the X factor in this? That's exactly, because so it's awesome. brilliant. No, I mean, it's, it's just form. absolutely brilliant. I love. It. I mean, because right. I I just got this tabletop gas grill, so it basically fits over the whole thing. So it, it, if I had a real gas grill, you know, it would fit perfectly. But it, it, that's kind of dorky. But it, I just I can do brat patties. I can do corn on the cob. I can do all these things instead of worrying about them falling through the grill grate. They just fill in there, and then you they you just grab a spatula or tongs or something like that and they just come right off it's unbelievable and then you just rinse it off in the sink and it's done well i suppose it's like the microwave though you know one of the world's best inventions we just won't put any weight on what it does to us uh i can dispel a couple of these things there just through physics because everyone hears radiation or something like that and they get a little freaky deaky the most radioactive thing that you deal with on a daily basis is yourself. Wow. Yeah. You are nice. more radioactive than anything that comes out of your microwave for one. That sounds like that whole, your, your dog's mouth is cleaner than yours. Something like that. Yeah. And your, your uh, toilet is cleaner than your sink or something like that. You know, the dirtiest part of the bathroom is the doorknob. Something like that. Yeah. 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 There you go. Or your ice cream tray or something. I don't know. Um, so what, uh, and what the radiation only, the only thing that's radiating is the water molecules in the product that you're doing. So it's everything that creates heat is vibration. It's just how the molecules going. So the microwave is, is just doing the water molecules and something, which is the cleanest, safest part of any food or any or something like that so that's so that i would say the microwave is of all the things is probably the least worrisome thing in your house well i mean i when there's radon and there's yeah you know that stuff makes sense but i just I, I just think of the whole like you know value versus cost sure you know if sure. the cost uh, if the only cost for for certain things is making of it and disposing of it and things like that then the value um, that we get off of it might well over um, take that like microwave. I mean, and that's just, just general, the thing too. Or TVs. I mean, I mean, TVs are like really bad for our environment and we shouldn't really be making them, but we love them and we think that the value is worth the risk. 
they think they've gotten better about that. But back in the day yeah. when you're using tubes and stuff like that, that was that was pretty bad. I'd say what we're doing now is well, Chris, I wouldn't say plasma is probably better, but but then then I hear like I mean all these TVs are being built out of LCD, and then I start hearing that there's like a a, a certain mineral or something that they have to use for the LCD TV that the world does not have a huge supply of. And that, you know, eventually that'll run out too. So. Right. But here's the, here's, here's the theory on that. Anytime we run out of something else, it is replaced before it's even run out of. So I don't worry about that too, because we, right, but you just don't want to, you don't want to lose a mineral. Um, sure. You, you do. You want to, you want to lose. No, I, I guess I, like I, like I just said, anytime, if anytime we lose something, there's balance in the universe. There's something else that's uh, that has already replaced it, usually even before it's gone. So, so you are you are by far not one of those people who believes that um, the more we take from this earth, the less that's that's going to be left. Anything that comes of the earth is still of the earth and is still of the universe. So it, there's nothing that we are taking from the earth that didn't come from the earth. That's that doesn't have a byproduct that's still part of the earth. So so run run the run the planet dry of oil. Um, again, I don't worry about that again, because just like anything else, we, we, uh, what is some of the better examples that I can think of? Um, we were going to run out of whale oil because we were running out of whales. There was a replacement before we did that. You know, whales are scarce, but we still have whales, but but we we replaced, we used to, I mean, it's, they're all, I know, I understand that, but, um, but we replaced, we found something better. And usually what we find is more useful, less earth reliant and those things too. You know, now I'm not, I'm not much of a conspiracy conspiracy theorist at all. I mean, I, I put a lot more faith in the government than just about every average man here in the United States. I really do. But I can tell you that there's no way in shape or form that I feel for one minute that the, the people who have been in power over the years have not run this earth dry of certain things without, stopping before it got to be too late you know i mean and i'm sure if i looked at the history on it i i'm guessing i would find many things that we no longer have because somebody in power decided that it was okay to run a try because something else would replace it possibly um but anything that i have seen is that long before you know um the worry words would tell you this is happening this is happening this is happening something else happens that distracts you and moves on to either to what you're saying there, or there's this is something else to move on to, and you just you, you never even think about it anymore. So we used to use vinyl records, and now we have little you know things that just fit right in our hand. You know, I mean, they're still there, but we don't use it anymore. Um, the, okay, the oil question. Uh, 1972, the oil embargo hits because th- they feel that we've only got 40 years of oil left. We come out to 20 years or 10 years, so we only got 30, 20 years left. No, because we got rid of the carburetor and added in fuel injectors that doubled the fuel mileage. Now we basically have double, double the supply still. That, And we also developed new technology to go six miles deep instead of a mile or two, you know? So, I don't know. Technology solves all. Come on. It's on the internet. It's got to be true. <laughs> uh Anyway, this is the stimulating conversation that can happen on I've Got a Stupid Question with me, your host, Peter Clay. Luke Dennis joining me. Uh, He comes, stops in from time to time, and we appreciate that. Uh, Anything new in in your life that we need to know about? No, I don't really think so. It's just normal, 
you know, three kids. Ugh, not bad, huh? Uh, <laughs> but uh, here's a, here's one for you now. Uh, are you ready for school to start? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that's Believe a stupid me. question because hell yeah is what he's saying. Hell yeah. Pardon my French. <laughs> no, the only thing I don't like as a parent, and parents will totally agree with this. The only thing that you don't like as a parent about going back to school is that stupid shopping trips you have to go on beforehand. Now, how do you feel about these dumb commercials? Like, we're still, what, three weeks away from school? Mm -hmm. And we've had, it's been two, I think now. Two now? Okay. But now, but at least a month now, they've been telling, you know, getting you on TV. Hey, back to school specials. Come on. It's like, come on. It's July. I don't want to think about this now. Come on. I just want you to spend your money ahead of time so they don't have to put a sale up. Yeah, I mean, but how dumb is that? We spend money anyway, and we're going to spend money. Why? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Haven't you seen a Christmas commercial yet? I think I have. Uh, it'll be another month when the malls no, will start I, having I, I a decoration one, or two. Of course, on on the internet. So, yeah. I mean, like, so. well, I've seen the Halloween stores have opened already now. Yep. So yep. So any vacant office out there is now uh, filled with a Halloween store. How about that? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, great time but, to go to thrift stores, though, because that takes up a section. And what, what they'll do is they'll have sales on a lot of other stuff to make room for the Halloween stuff. So just a little that's a bonus bumming tip that you'd normally get on bumming cousins that you get here. Um, no, back to school. Back to school is cool. I mean, I, I, you know, my kids are excited to go, which is important. I you suppose know, that's, that's friends and everything, I, I suppose, because I know they don't want to learn anything. That's for sure. Because I know when I was a kid, man, I didn't want to go back to school. I was like, oh, it's fall. I don't want to go back. But my kids feel the opposite way, so I'm happy about it. Yeah, I, I'm. I, it's it's one of the, uh, I guess it was one of those necessary evils, and I knew it was going to happen. But, you know, it was one of those things you always knew that there was just nothing like that when the weather got warmer and you knew it was coming, to, that you were going to get out. That That last few days just always felt so good. See, I don't know if you know this about me, Pete, but I really wasn't a good kid. <laughs> that's a, that's a shocker here. Where is my... not. Um, but I really didn't follow <laughs> to the norm. So going back to school for me usually meant suspensions and my parents dealing with me and never fun for me, really. I, summer meant I, you know, the no old repercussions. Luke, if you only just really applied yourself, you know. Oh, you... oh, don't, <laughs> oh don't get me started. No, but it's true. I mean, it, I the, think I think anybody who is creative has heard that at least once in their life. Yeah, it's like you're you're just so talented. If you could only just apply yourself, you know, like I, all you're saying is if, if I would apply to you. And the only time that I that ever really bothered me was like English or literature classes because they would just make you read the most god awful books where someone always dies at the end or someone makes some sign of a crucifix or some sort of you know some sort of you know metaphor for something you know whether it was um what the absolute worst was uh lord of the flies but even uh to kill a mockingbird and um and another one was bless the beasts and the children and that was just you know, just dumb <laughs> That was, you know, I mean, I, I would go through all these testings and stuff later on, you know, when it's time to try to go to college yeah. and stuff. But and throughout all the testing that I ever did, you know, I mean, I, you know, like they say, you know, you apply yourself, you could do get somewhere. I mean, I was a pretty smart kid. I really wasn't. That's probably half the reason why I didn't really like school. But I failed miserably at reading comprehension. Like, I don't know what the writer Don Quixote was thinking. What he could have been drunk. I got no clue. I know math and I know history. Those are facts. 
But I really could care less if this guy felt emotionally happy or sad when he wrote this book. I don't really sure. care. Yeah. It's about the emotion I'm supposed to feel, not his emotion. I guess it's my I'm, emotion. Yeah, I'm, and I'm going to... There was one, and that was Shakespeare's As You Like It. Nobody died in that, I think. And if they did, I think it was just old age. Um, but you had a lot of men dressing up as women or women dressing up as men, something like that, um, which was confusing. Yeah, but no, Steinbeck, all these things, just awful, just... You know, and I I gotta say, when I did get a chance to read my my own book, I read Spy Who Came In from the Cold, and I capped it at the end too. But anyway, um, so my only thing about the school right now is living in a big college town. Is that when the kids come back, is like it's hard to get through downtown. That's my only. Yeah, and now they're saying you, you, we were having. You worked like, at the store where we made money. We made money off them, dude. So you can't hate them too much, man. You made paychecks just because of those kids. Whatever. Um, yeah, you know I'm right. <laughs> yeah, and what's their stock at right now? Then yeah, it didn't matter. We took our money and ran. Oh yeah, no yeah, we got out when the getting was good. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are there only seven wonders? Are humans that unsophisticated to stop at just seven and not seven 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 uh, or seven seven? Yeah, seven seven. Yeah, all right. So why just seven and not seven hundred seventy seven? All right. Well, I think they were worried because uh, radio affliction was about to become the eighth wonder of the world, and they thought it wasn't a physical object. So getting, uh, continue. getting a little intimidated then, and so let's stop here because, yeah, well, <laughs> the radio affliction is going to take over and and make you realize once again that, what did we say earlier? There's a big universe out there, and we're just one small speck. <laughs> uh, there's lots of ways to take this one here. If salvation is the final goal, then why do we cry on the death of someone close? Do you want the truth? Because uh, it hurts you. Yeah. Okay. I, my, no, I mean, yeah. seriously, because it hurts you. That's why you cry. Um, I, I'm a believer. So, I mean, I believe that people, you know, move on to greener pastures from this earth. I mean, I, it's who I am. Sure. A lot of people agree. A lot of people disagree. And that's fine either way. But if you are into salvation and you are into some belief into that, the only reason why you would cry is for yourself. My my thing on that is um, it's it's that mindset. It's like, oh, someone died. It's, it's a tragedy. Oh, you know, like I was thinking about when Tom Brady's uh, grandma died, and she was like 95. And, oh, the tragic uh, loss of Tom Brady and his grandma. 95! Yeah, how tragic. How tragic is <laughs> you that? Know? Yeah. Come on. You know, that's... A, that's you know, I don't want to live that long personally, okay? I don't want to be in, I guess maybe if someone is going to spoon feed me, put old Packer games on and match game on, I guess I'm fine. Um, but, you know, being alive is one thing, living is another type of thing. But th- this mindset of, yes, everything's, you know, I guess when you when you see things like we've seen here now in the last week, we, you know, obviously there's the Robin Williams thing, you know, then there's the... The feeling that he could uh, make everyone else happy but himself. There's some yeah. tragedy in that. Yeah. There's the um, former press secretary, Ronald Reagan, who was shot when Reagan was uh, was shot, um, lived through life in pain. Now we find out now that maybe he was, you know, mercy killed, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, uh, let me, let I me guess get a is, is that, the, is that, is, but then here's the stupid question. Is is the death tragic or was the living tragic? Is is living a, a somewhat useless life uh, tragic? And then, you know, when you know that there's, 
you know, something waiting for you at the other end. I don't know. It seems like a tightrope walk to me on that that kind of mentality. I mean, yeah. I, I being a believer means that I have to definitely know that you know that that in my opinion and in the way that I'm understanding things is that this world is a much less place than where I'm going to be in the long run. Yeah. So yeah, it would seem like a tragic place to be. But you know, just to kind of open up a little bit and give you some understanding. Um, I don't you know it's radio show podcast and everything, but whatever. Um, I don't I don't mind. I talk about this with plenty of people, so it doesn't matter. But my mother died when I was younger. And she went through many abouts with a lot of problems, a lot of issues. Right. You know, cancer being one of them, plus a lot more, as you already know, Peter. Yeah. And I can tell you that the day I found out my mother died, I smiled and cried at the same time. Yeah. You know, I had a huge shit-eating, pardon my language, poop-eating grin on my face because I knew <laughs> that this crap was over. You know, yeah. Like, no matter what, I mean, even if I didn't believe in much, I knew the pain and suffering would be over. Yeah. You know, so there's, there's something to be said about that. There really is. I don't know how many people I've... Uh, talk to about this um i don't talk about my higher issues or anything like that right but uh i went through the same thing but with my father who is going to be 13 years gone uh this november october and just going to his house under hospice care and just sitting there on a morphine drip and um i i never um I got in my car and I swore up a storm like you wouldn't believe. Said every curse word that you could ever think of. And five o'clock in the morning, got the call. And um, yeah, I don't want to say smile, but boy, let me tell you, a big relief. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because this is what it's all about, you know? And, and, you know, I, I hate to say this, but I've always felt this way. The people that cry the most at funerals are the most selfish. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, like, well, how do I tell this story here without sounding like a jerk or something or other, or at least ungrateful or anything like that? Because we had this moment at my dad's um, funeral, I guess it was a service, um, and everyone got a chance to say something. And uh, a lot of people that he had worked with, um, some family and some friends were coming, and everyone was doing this. Oh, Gary was such a good guy. Gary was so this, there he is, that. <laughs> I got up and said, okay, guys, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate uh, all this. Let me tell you what, what dad was really like. I said all the things ass, like. But I loved him. Yeah. I, he, I, I said all these things like, you know what? Yeah, he loved his wife and his sister and all this stuff, but he was the biggest flirt in the whole wide world. The guy <laughs> sneezed five times in a row. Straight on. And I, I, I did the sound that he makes when he uh, sneezed. And I, I said a couple other things. And everyone then just kind of just kind of broke out. You know? And then his sister, my aunt, came up to me, just gave me like the, the, the biggest hug, you know, and all that stuff. It's like, you know, just be, uh, be honest, you, you know. And this is like, but the one thing I did say on it that Phil, that uh, is the zinger at the end, that is he always called us pal. And that was just one of those things that just, that always, you know, said to me like instead of saying i love you it's like uh, see you pal or, thanks pal or this and that you know type of thing you know i didn't just sure. you know say everything about him and not have you know something cool about him so well we uh let a lot loose out there how do we feel now who needs therapy when we when we've got i've got yeah, a stupid question you're pretty dark here let me get a stupid <laughs> question i need to laugh okay let's get it back here so is it okay to put peanut butter on toast that gets us back on track. What do you mean? Is it okay to put what, what kind of question is that? 
you, you peanut butter is peanut butter on bread. You don't put it on toast. It melts. It gets it. The are you the kidding? Oils me? break down. Then it's it's not good. Dude, peanut butter on toast is like one of the, my kids' favorite snacks. <laughs> you obviously were never a kid, Peter. You just went from like baby to man. Absolutely not. I I would have peanut butter and jelly, and I would of course. Could I stick to one thing? Absolutely not. Name a jelly. I put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, my kids probably my kids' favorite thing they eat for breakfast. I mean, they they want it all the time. Is is you know, and we get good. My wife's really into the you know the natural stuff, so we get this big nutty bread, this big thick okay. nutty bread. And they love slathering all this peanut butter and honey on it. They just dig it. So it's more popular than you think, even if it does break down or it doesn't work as well. Kids love it. That's for sure. Hey, whatever makes the kids happy. It's yeah, like man, the dog. You want peanut butter on <laughs> your toast, dog? Day, baby. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um, I was trying to, I had a minor thought there. Now I lost it. It's okay. Um... Why is it difficult for a man to make a woman understand things? <laughs> Dude, we solve that problem. Man, we make it to the moon in 10 minutes. You know what? What? The end of the universe? Boom. Because there's nothing else we can't solve once we solve that question right there. Solvable. <laughs> hey, never say never, man. Hey, we didn't think we could run a four-minute mile. and You understand women, Peter. <laughs> You want to stand there up on your podium and tell me you understand women today, huh? Uh, no, it's That's not that I. No, I understand women. But can I make women understand things, though? No, I can't. It's you like. You understand women? Well, maybe you should write a book about it because nobody else can. The, the whole does. part of understanding women is not understanding them. <laughs> and when's the Packer game on? That's all you need to know about life yeah. right there. <laughs> Um, that'll be an ebook, 99 cents on Amazon. Pick it up. You want to hear something really funny? My kid totally busted me out the other day. So I got a son who's really big into video games, right? And he's getting too emotionally involved in him. He gets himself all frustrated, starts yelling and crying sometimes and yelling and screaming and throwing stuff, you know, out, out of hand. Right. So I got to put my foot down. I mean, I was a boy. I played some video games and I know what those kids can turn into. So I got to put my foot down on it right away. So I say, you know, Indy, you cannot get so emotionally involved in these things. Emotions are not something you bring into the video game world. You can be happy when you do something, sure, but if you're going to cry about not being able to accomplish something, then you're putting too much emotion into it. And he looks at me and says, what about the Packer games, Daddy? Shut up, kid. Go to your room. Exactly. Nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. Don't talk to me like that. I'm your father. Because <laughs> I said so. <laughs> Dead in the water. Shot down. Well, how can you turn that around? Because I, I can appreciate something like that. Because now you, now you, now you've made a connection with him. That's right. something that he he cares about, and he and he wants to do better at, and he and he's struggling. I, I'm I'm with him. I can't get past level three fifteen in Candy Crush right now, and I'm getting kind of upset. I thought Candy Crush was just for like. Shut up! And um, it's um. How you can channel it so that you, how he can accomplish any so that maybe if you somehow do take the emotion out of it and think about the uh, the opportune goal. What what did Tony Robbins used to say about it? Opa, outcome, purpose, action. 
So you know the outcome that you want. You, you know he's got a purpose, that he's, he's got a drive for it. Now he just needs to know the action he needs to take on it, and that's what you do is you go on the Internet and you find the cheat for it. Boom, done. Okay, okay. sometimes <laughs> I think people with parent without children try to over-parent a situation. You know what my answer was? Football's real. Go to bed. <laughs> well, boy, let me, and let me tell you, that's, that's hard because cause growing up for the team that I, I follow on there uh, in my childhood was hard. Because the best they could do was was mediocre, and you you always hear about the history and the legends and and all these things, and and then you just watch them and you go, one week they're good, and the next week is what what happened? It's like a different thing, and then the next, and then and then you write them off, and then they then they win on a Monday night against the Super Bowl champions, then they come back and they lose to Cleveland or something like that, you know, and it's just and. So I, I don't know. I, I've been able to move on. Once once the team that you root for wins the Super Bowl on your birthday, boom. It's all done then. Bucket list, you know, done. Check. Check move on with life. All right, you got any more stupid questions? I do. Though? I got a couple more there and we Let's can we can kinda of do a lightning round here. But before I do that though, I want to thank the friends, our friends at archive.org. They have provided the bandwidth for radio affliction programs for Eight years, maybe nine. Time flies when you're having fun, folks. Let me tell you, archive.org is uh, universal access to all knowledge. They are archiving the internet. So they not only are they, you've got the Wayback Machine, any website that's ever existed, you can go take a look at. Even the old radioaffliction.com, look at it from like 2002. You'll see me with blonde hair. It's exciting. But all sorts of different uh, um domain he, free. I would just be excited if you had hair. Oh yeah, absolutely. Still do. It's a, All right, it's a wonderful thing. Um, but yeah, just check it out. Archive.org and thank them and we love them so much. They've provided the bandwidth for us and never asked for anything and all at least we can do is just to say thank you and have you check them out and find all the different things you can find like Grateful Dead concerts and uh, a whole slew of different things. Texts uh videos music everything it's there for you archive.org we thank them and we love them for the bandwidth for the radio affliction programs okay let's kind of do a lightning quick thing here how about that okay would you be comfortable just to walk up and touch a pregnant woman's belly no sure uh do you shampoo use shampoo and conditioner most days it's shampoo with conditioner yes okay um conditioners just always made my hair greasy i don't like it um, how often do you take naps daily? Just had one right now while Luke was telling that story. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks Peter. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite flavor of Pringles? Cheese. Just regular. The cheesy. Um, and any, just about any potato chip, uh, either regular or sour cream and onion. That's about it. I got a tip for you. Don't try it. Cause you'll, you'll never turn around. You'll never go back. But if you just actually get into this, it's sick and it's horrible, but yeah. <sighs> A little bit of butter on your potato chip is horrible, and it's super addicting. I'm not even. Well, kidding. no, I okay. I, of all the things that people will do with this, I've seen ketchup. I've all all these things. I mean, that's not the stupid. You, you put butter on a baked potato, right? Right. All right. So, and what is a potato but it's chip? So unhealthy looking. I mean, just looking at it, you're like, okay, I'm killing myself as I eat this chip, but I'm gonna taste it. Yeah, that's so all right. Uh, what instrument would you most like to uh, know how to play? Oh. A pan flute. Pan flute. Huh. I don't know. It just came, came to mind because every regular instrument I've tried and I sucked at it. Really? Piano too, Lynn? Yeah, no, I sucked at it. Yeah. Because you suck. Anyway, um, love you, man. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> piano for me was the answer. Awesome. Um, what Piano's occupation cool, do you think should receive the highest salary? What What was the question? What What Which occupation do you think should receive the highest salary? Mm. You're gonna oh, love gosh. my answer. What's your answer? No, I, I want your answer first. That's a tough question, actually. Um, I mean, you, you, first thing I'd want to say is the president. But really? I know that's a bad call. Yeah, I mean, because like, nobody else is more important than the president. But I also know that's a bad call because yeah. he's supposed to be a civil service worker. And yeah, I think, I think we're more important than the president. He's supposed to serve us, but anyway. Um, yeah, but still, but like, okay, so, so there's bombs hitting the United States. Are they, they racing a plane over to save your life, Peter? Okay, that proves my point. Do you want somebody who's then just doing it for the money then? Because that's how we get it. I feel I should do this and I should make more money. You make that uh, responsibility and you take on the responsibility. You do get paid for it for your service. Plus, you're giving all these other things, a house and security and all these different things. But you know, first and foremost, that a number one, the oath that you're taking is for your job. The money comes second. I would say my answer to this question is who cares? Make as much money as you can, and if, if a teacher makes more money than a rock star, great. If a rock star makes more than a teacher, that's, that's the open economy. That's what it's about. Do what you feel is right, and then the money is either there or it's not. Money's not there to... But, the, but you're talking between civil and, and like personal. I mean, those are two totally different places, man. You, know, you can't match up somebody who's a civil worker who gets paid by the government versus somebody who gets paid... You know, because they make albums and a bunch of teenage girls buy them. Yeah. You can't put those in the same category. They're just not. So, I mean, if you want to ask did. me what occupation of civil workers deserves the highest salary, I would say soldier. Ah. If you want to ask me about what kind of standard job pays the same, then I would 100% agree with your answer. Well, I wonder um, on that, because they, you know, they don't make the greatest money, but again, everything is provided for them as well. Uh, but I wonder if you say, okay, anyone who comes into this unit here makes a million dollars. How many people line up for that? Oh, but yeah. you got to do this. You're going to have to go into the swamps of yep. the Amazon. You're going to have to, you're going to have to do some crappy Soul things flight. for people about four it. years. People will do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Some but people will do it not even for the money, just because they want to try it. They want to know. Well, the enough. things that they'll do just to be on TV, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Well, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. So any more? Yeah. A couple more here and we're almost done. Uh, let's race it. Do it. Do it. Do, do it, man. Do, do you let people wear shoes in your home? God, yes. Yes. Shoes are optional. You, you know, everyone likes says, oh, you know, should I take my shoes off? No, you're fine. But if you do, that's I have fine too. children. Yeah. I recommend you wearing shoes unless you want <laughs> yes, Lego marks all over your feet. <laughs> do you have more fond memories of what happened during school or during the summer? Well, I guess we answered that question for Luke already. That's an easy answer. <laughs> I have uh, more fond memories of what happened during school or the summer. There were more, more cute girls at school than summer, uh, but not always. Don't wear as many clothes. Yeah, uh, that's true. Hmm. Boy, I do have some fond ones of summer now that I think about it too. I remember our first trip to California. Uh, we basically spent the whole summer in hotels. It was awesome. Um. But school had its moments, too. I remember being in plays and some musicals and things like that. That was pretty fun, too. I was the king once. That was great. You did musicals, Peter? Oh, I did. That's awesome. Uh, what do you think the phrase, it's all down here, 
downhill from here means. Well, isn't like the way that we take it normally in a bad way, but it wasn't it originally meant to be a good thing? Like it was supposed to be all easy from here on out. But now we take it as in like things are all going to go south from here. Yeah. Yeah, there, there does seem to be this thing where you get to this point and okay, we made it. Woohoo. Now what? <laughs> it's all downhill from here. I, the only thing that going back to the Super Bowl thing again was the first time they won the Super Bowl. It's like, again, I spent the first 26 years of my life, this pool of just okay. Um, oh man, most of those teams weren't even okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what you, that's the best that you could hope for was just okay. You know, um, you had one bl- brief flirtation with something, but you know, it gave you a heart attack in the process. And, and now here it is. You, you, you dreamt your whole life. Here it is. Uh, okay. Now it's time to achieve something in life. It was weird. So it was all. Packers, now that your team has won the Super Bowl, Peter, what are you going to do? Uh, God. Uh, was there next my... season? Well, they already won. <laughs> oh, I get uh, out of my life here. Well, um, what, what, when's the draft? <laughs> I didn't even care about that anymore then. Um, okay. I have in my hand the last stupid question. Bum, 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 bum. Yay. If you had to choose, how old would you choose to be forever? What is the ideal Luke Dennis? The Luke that we're going to know forever. 23. 23. 23. That's pretty cool. 23. That's the way, I mean, if you ask me what age I would want to be forever, I'd say 23. If you ask my friends and family what age they'd want me to be right forever, now. I'd say like 35 or something. <laughs> you know? But me, no, heck, I won't go back to being 23. That's <clears> cool. 23 was pretty cool. Um, I, I, I liked part of my 30s, too. So I, I, I just, uh, I do like to evolve, though, too. So it's interesting. We'll see how it goes. Ask me again in another 30 years when I can't, you know, move anymore. And it's like, uh, I wish I was 44 again. Uh. It'll be hard to hear over morphine drip. <laughs> I know. Boy, the podcasts are going to suck them. That's all right. <laughs> Get off my lawn for 20 minutes straight. <laughs> Get off my lawn. I've got a stupid question. Get off my lawn. What are you doing <laughs> in my garden? <clears throat> Those aren't tomatoes. <laughs> uh, Luke Dennis, thank you so much for uh, for hopping on. Always a pleasure, Mike. It's uh, always fun to have everyone here on I've Got a Stupid Question. If you've got your own stupid question, you can hashtag it stupid question on Twitter. We'll find it. Or you can email us your stupid question at comments at radioaffliction.com. Please follow us on Twitter. Uh, or at Radio Affliction, or you can just go to twitter.com slash Radio Affliction. You can see all the things I'm doing on there, too. But all of our podcasts, well, let's see. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We're on Spreaker. Spreaker is awesome. We love them because that gets us on iHeartRadio. That's another one. So we're just all over the place. But all of our stuff you can see is on RadioAffliction.com. So for Luke Dennis, I'm Peter Clay. We'll see you next time on I've... Got a stupid question.